I'm here talking to Kendall. I'm here talking to Annie. This is Annie's baby episode. Take it away. I am telling you about all the bad shit that happened to the people at Willowbrook, a state institution. Is that right? It's true. It should be true. (laughs) (laughs) Content warnings are for sexual abuse, child abuse and neglect, and Kendall's Kennedy impression. If you want to know which Kennedy, you have to listen. Sources are in the show notes. Everything's alleged, but this is definitely Tomo One. Um, 1938 mm-hmm. on Staten Island. Okay. So they start to put together plans for a state institution for children who have intellectual disabilities. Children. We're talking about children today? We're talking mostly children. <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> okay. Um, I mean, it will become a place where they will be their whole lives if they need to. But right. it is, that is the seed of the idea. Children who grow into adults and they're still there for sure okay (laughs) so but before they can even use it for that purpose it becomes necessary to use it um for army use in 42 so it's an army hospital for a few years and then in 47 it's opened for like the original purpose Uh it is willowbrook state school Mm-hmm. They're on 375 acres. Whoa. So it's like fucking secluded. It's even like on an island. You right. Know? Staten Island. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it is designed to hold 4,000 residents. Whoa. But by 65, it houses 6,000. Oh. Oh, oh. Oi, oi. Oh. Within a few years of its opening, there are hepatitis outbreaks. They're common at the school. From what? Well, so most patients develop it initially through unsanitary drinking water. Oh. It is not good. Oh. When I say common, I mean that 90% of children admitted to to Willowbrook develop it soon after arrival. Yeah, that's not common. That's universal. Yeah. Well, here's the fucking thing. Because of this, there are controversial medical studies conducted there in the 50s, between the 50s and 70s. About? About hepatitis. So, um... At that point, they didn't know how the virus spread. They didn't know how to prevent it Clearly. or, <laughs> or um, how many versions of it there were. The kids of Willowbrook are hepatitis guinea pigs. Oh, oh, um, I didn't like what you said. <laughs> so these studies are done without their consent. The kids, well, yeah, of, course, of course, but also of their families. Um, Is their family, like, caring? Well, it's hard to say. Some of them are literally dumped there, goodbye forever, out of sight, out of mind. But some of the families simply are, it's marketed to them. Like, here's a place where your kids, whose, like, needs exceed your abilities, Uh here's where they can go receive the care they truly need. Oh, boy. Like, be treated with all the, like, tenderness that is required. You know what I mean? Guys, it's the 50s. You should know that that's not happening. (laughs) I know. But, yeah. So, I would say, like, a a pretty good split of people who are tricked into sending their children Uh here and people who are truly, like, get her away from me. Right. (laughs) Oh, that's fucking horrible. Yep. So, one, like, famous study that is done there by Dr. Krugman, they feed live hepatitis virus from other stool samples to 60 healthy children. Wait, what's your question? (laughs) You mean like there wasn't any other way they could have done this? Well, they they so they do it that way. Why do they have to do it? Wait a minute. What? (laughs) (laughs) They also infect them by making them drink blood. No, incorporating the virus from the stool Uh into their food and chocolate milk. They're gonna get like sepsis. They get so sick. They like refuse to eat. They're vomiting all the time. Yeah. Um. He and these are literal children. And these are like. 
um, mentally disabled children. Right. He watches as their skin and eyes turn <gasps> yellow and their livers enlarge. They're studying the effect of it. Of hep. Yeah. Hepatitis. He believe. I. What? <laughs> he also argues that actually this is probably best case scenario for them because at least this way, when they contract it, they have the steady medical supervision, which is something that if you were in another ward at Willowbrook, you would not receive. <laughs> Why? Okay. So if, if, if you were just, if you contracted it, you're probably going to get it anyway. Yeah. If you contracted it in another ward that mm-hmm. isn't his medical study, uh-huh. you probably wouldn't get literally any medical supervision or treatment, but at least if you get it here, I'm keeping a watchful eye on you. It's like, on it's an experiment. Yeah. Okay. A vaccinologist called Maurice Hilleman calls it the most unethical medical experiments ever performed on children in the United States. Yeah. Right. I how have many to are there? Are, how many are there? Are there? <laughs> Hard to say. Okay, so a huge problem in Willowbrook in general is overcrowding. <laughs> fucking obviously. Yeah. Like the from the day they open, they're overcrowded. Right. So at this point, for every 50 residents, there is one staff member. <gasps> oh no. Oh no. Oh no. Patients are left to huddle in rooms, moaning, fidgeting, meandering, all with little care or resources. Fidgeting in rooms? Because they're unwell. Oh my god. What? (laughs) I know. Many are naked due to lack of supervision. Yeah. Or literal lack of clothing. Right. They're so underfunded. They don't have essential things like fucking clothing or hygiene products. Right. Um, some sit in their own urine or feces. Uh-huh. Some smear it on walls or on their own clothes. And then they have to stay in those the clothes because they don't have a change of clothes. <sighs> Fuck. <laughs> Obviously, fucking disease is common. So uh-huh. in 1960, there's an outbreak of measles that kills 60 of them. Measles. Measles. You're kidding. There's a vaccine for that, everybody. Mm-hmm. Aren't you glad it's eradicated, everyone? I love it. Jesus Christ. Of course, sexual and physical abuse are common. Of course. Needless <laughs> to say. Um, committed by fellow patients and by staff. Yeah. Um, part of the problem with the patients part of it is that, like, there's no, they're not um, separated according to what ails them. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. People who suffer from something like Down syndrome Uh are in the same area as those who are suffering from like untreated schizophrenia or BPD. Right. So the the levels of functionality Uh make it really easy to victimize people. Right. You know? Right. A a lot of it stems from the low funding. So there's low staffing. um, And then, yeah, lack of essential items. So showers were few and far between with no soap or towels available. So it's just water. here's what they call it. They call it like warehousing people with disabilities. Uh, They're just like literally putting them in a place and locking the door. Right. You know, right. Like a farm almost like they're like in their cages. Yeah. Well, yeah, that's actually topical. Hold on. Okay. Um, so there was no plan, no planned structure for care. Right. It's just like, here they are. Yeah. So patients are left to wander the halls on their own all day. And they like, they group together in little, in little corners. Like there is no structure. There's no activity for the day. And it is marketed as a literal school. Oh God. So screams and yells from uncontrolled patients fill the halls on a daily basis. Some are strapped in beds or chairs. Okay. Many are left. Okay. They're just left in a locked ward. Oh, right. So like, 
here's 200 of you lock that door lock that door lock that door we'll see you tomorrow (laughs) fuck but anyway so there's also barely obviously any educational structure so the (laughs) school part of it is like that's insane that's full lie yeah um when teaching did happen it was only for a handful of cooperative patients right only for like two hours a day Right, like if so you could like, get people to sit and... They're offering it. They're certainly not making any effort to get people who are struggling mentally to cooperate and to be able... Right. You know what I mean? Right, it's not like a schedule. Like, it's like, oh, I am happen to have like yeah. my PowerPoint up today. <laughs> yeah, yeah, completely. So while prison... Prison's a lot 80 square feet per inmate for personal space. Yeah. Willowbrook was operating with 35 square, <gasps> pe- square feet per resident. Oh. So the idea of having any place of your own or any place f- to put your own possessions oh, is no. out of the fucking yeah. question. Yeah. Yeah. <sighs> um, former employee Diane Buglioli. Yeah, sure. All right. She says that staff members were not required to submit a background check for employment. That doesn't surprise me. To work with the sincerely vulnerable. Yeah. Nothing. No nothing. background check. Nothing. Oof. She says there are people there who did very good things and people who did horrible things. Which that is from everything I can find what it really feels like. Mm-hmm. So they're like the baby ward. Literal babies are allowed to be here and they all seem very well taken care of. It seems like people who have good intentions migrate that way. Uh-huh. So the babies are really l- well looked after. They're very clean. Mm. There are photos of them being interacted with and, and kind of the, what you'd hope it would be. Mm-hmm. But then if all, if that one ward is staffed appropriately, that means that every other ward has it's no neglected. staff in it. Right. You know what I mean? And it's like those babies are taken care of until they age up. Yeah. <laughs> like what the yeah. fuck? Yeah. But because there's no structure, it's like no one staff member could do anything. It's like right. all they can do is try and be like a good person today at work. God, ay, ay, ay. I'm just trying to be a good person today at work. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> the fuck else can I do? But like man? sometimes it's hard. I know. Sometimes it is hard. Sometimes I can just be a neutral person at work. Yeah. Striving for neutral. So her first day of work was in 1969. She says she was given a heavy steel key that was used to unlock door after door, heavy steel doors that continued down hallways. When she got to the last door, I found behind it 40 toddlers. What? Some smiling, some asking me my name. Others were silent, just looking up at me. Some walked toward me. Some were lying in wooden carts and some were sitting on the floor. Some were drooling. Some were crying. It was surreal. They were all little children. No. Locked up in a ward. 40? Just found them behind a door. Alone. Uh Uh-huh. What? What are you talking about? To this day, I still feel a twinge in my stomach thinking to myself, why are these kids locked behind these doors? Why are these kids locked (laughs) behind these doors? I don't know, man. (laughs) And yeah, like, so picturing that alone, the filth they're living in, the lack of any kind of outside communication for anybody would be horrifying. But like, these are not well people. Right. And they're children like developmentally they are will never be the same 60 percent of the residents at willowbrook were not toilet trained what they're severely mentally challenged and young a lot of them are young like who's gonna (laughs) spend the time teaching 40 toddlers how to use the bathroom come on nobody oh my god 64 percent were not capable of feeding themselves so like these are people who have been sent here because the the regular family structure didn't provide enough support support for them. So they need extra support and they're here receiving like negative support. <laughs> yeah. 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 Oh my 
God. Uh-huh. Oh my God. I don't know. There are some little things like the kids are playing with mop buckets when she walks in because they lack any kind of toy or activity. Some of them are in straight jackets just all day. Okay. Okay. And they do, there are demonstrations done by employees and family members to try to create change. So like one former physician for the facility who helped organize parents to demand reforms Mm -hmm. said that in many ways it was like a concentration camp. It's given that vibe. He said the sadness of the place was overwhelming. Yeah. Imagine having to go there. No. Uh... Totally. <laughs> so individual stories. Mm-hmm. I don't like it. I know. <laughs> I know. <laughs> okay. So this girl's name is Migdalia. Okay. She and her sister were both diagnosed with and. Excuse the the ancient phrasing, but I I don't know. That is what it was called back in the day. Mental retardation. Mm -hmm. Um, They are both diagnosed um, as babies that way. They are incontinent. They can't dress or feed themselves. And they can't respond to simple directions. So they really need a lot of help throughout the day. Right. Um, They come from a family of 14. (sighs) Yeah. They're not sent here for any lack of love. Their right. parents are just like, I literally can't care for these children. Mm-hmm. I have 12, 12 others. others. And like, so their mother is told that they should go to Willowbrook where things will be better for them. Yeah. Um, her parents placed her there in 1964 and she is seven years old. <sighs> Baby. A bubba. Um, but so they get there and they are filed un- into the category of idiot. Te- technical term. T- literally like the scientific term that is checked for them. Idiot. So she will spend the next 16 years of uh-uh. her life here. No. Well, it's the truth, isn't it? It's 16 years. And she obviously all the same shit I've mentioned. She has to deal with. She's in hell. Yeah. She's in hell for that time. And you asked about like, where are they now? Yeah. A lot of them are in new facilities uh-huh. and being treated That's very right. poorly. Um, like a lot of articles I found just say like, look, we shut down Willowbrook and we now we have a million little Willowbrooks. Oh, what? so there's like a, re- <laughs> a recent story about her. She's in, she lives in the Bronx in yeah. a facility. Yeah. Um, and she has mysterious bruising from being hit by staff popping up on her body. What are you talking about? It's just like these people who are vulnerable are are really victimized. Yeah. Not all the time. Right. Not every fucking employee, of right, course. Right, but right, like, right. you know. And it's just, just like the most vulnerable. Yeah. And it's just horrifying to get out of Willowbrook. Yeah. And then have it continue throughout your life in, in other forms. You right. know what I mean? Right. They're just like institutionalized forever. Yeah. A girl called Lara. She's a beautiful redhead who is profoundly mentally disabled, blind. Oh. oh and no. so physically disabled that she can't sit or stand. Um, she has difficulty swallowing and she can't speak. Okay. So when she's put in Willowbrook, she's in the baby building. And it appeared she was taken care of, like I like I right, said. As a baby. As a baby. She never had diaper rash and staff appeared to be attentive to her needs. Mm-hmm. But then her father began visiting other wards while he was there as well. Uh, and I was like, wait, wait. And, he, wait. and he's like, this is where she's going? Yeah, he was like, I can't let her age into, into that the, ward. Right, right. So uh, he pulls her. like, Oh, he does? Well, because he's visiting her. He's trying to be aware of where my baby is. Yeah, is no one else visiting? Is that what's happening? I think the people who really are 
who who are there for 20 years yeah. just didn't get visited. Fucking Because if fuck. you if you visit, it is so atrocious. There's no hiding it for a visitor. Right. You know what right. I mean? And they can't even care to hide it. They you know don't what I mean? care enough to hide it. Right. Right. Yeah. Because people aren't taking them out. Like, why yeah. hide it? Yeah. Oh, my God. I know. Oh, my God. And, like, I know I'm not, like, the families aren't, like, the people. I mean, maybe they are. I don't know who's to blame. I mean, obviously, the people who are running it. Yeah. And I don't want to blame the family, but I am going to. Well, it's an entire breakdown <laughs> of the whole system, right? Because, like, if they had funding, yeah, they could hire people who gave a shit. Right. Or they could l- have the literal living necessities for these people. Right? right. Or more people. Like, maybe the staff does care, but they yeah, physically but, but cannot ha- be in six places at once. Completely. I yeah. think it's easy to villainize the staff. And yeah. Of course, the ones who commit, like, literal crimes Abuse. and yeah. abuses. Yeah. For the most part, like, what could you do if you're like, I want to help, but I, me alone, Mm -hmm. have to watch over 50 patients in this room. Kids. 50 little children who have severe issues. Yeah. Oh, in my spare time, I'll potty train them too. Yeah. What the fuck? What am I supposed to do? Yeah. Yeah. Mm, A lot of times, people who go into this kind of work, even like now, like social work and Mm -hmm. that type of stuff, is like, sometimes you fall into like the martyr place yeah of being like the system is so broken i'll just work 60 hours a week unpaid just because i care Mm -hmm. and i have to or or like no one else will and it's like that's not good no it's not sustainable no and people quit because of it yeah (laughs) yeah it's a whole it's a whole chain of fucking issues it's like well if you fund them more Mm -hmm. we don't have to like rely on like the good, the few, and the proud to do it. <laughs> the few, the proud, the Marines <laughs> yeah. need to come in here and, and, and have a look around. Right. Can um, we get the Marines in here? They get paid <laughs> enough. <laughs> All right. This uh, one woman, Vanessa Lee De- DeBello, she wrote a book because her mother grew up in Willowbrook. Oh. Who's her father? <laughs> <laughs> Hold on. <I'll> okay. <laughs> It'll add up a little okay. bit. Um, the book is called A Daughter's Story of an Accidental Childhood in Willowbrook. Oh, wow. So her mother was there for, again, 16 years. Oh, my God. In the book, her daughter explains that there were three scientific terms used to categorize people with developmental delays in the like first half of the 19th century, right? Right. So the most severe was idiot. Okay. Then was imbecile. Yeah, I saw that coming. <laughs> and then was moron. That's insane. <laughs> That's insane. Yeah. And is it yeah. like, is there like a te- like an assessment? Yeah, it's down to like IQ, IQ, all of these kinds of things. So functioning. But morons were considered high functioning. Right. So her her mother was categorized as a moron. Okay. Like they, so like that, Forrest Gump was called a moron. So, but her mother, who who was first in Willowbrook at 18 months old. How do they know? Well, she just, she was not yet walking or talking at that age. And they took her little IQ and it was 53 at the, at that point. Uh And they recommended institutionalizing her. Uh huh. Okay. God. Oh, I'm sorry. So she would, she didn't enter Willowbrook at 18 months. She starts being tested for things at 18 months. So she's like developmentally, like it's literally delayed. delayed. Yeah. Um, but at three years old, they drop her off there. Okay. I mean, the kicker is like, if you're, if you're just a moron, you're, completely aware of the of what's right. going on around you right, right, you know right, what i mean right, like right. obviously there's no iq you need to hit to be able to tell you're being treated badly right of but it, there's like a, a particular horror to just being really aware well is she verbal well she because yeah she becomes okay. verbal she's delayed right yeah 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 but i'm sure 
many of them are not verbal and mm-hmm. can't even t- say like what's happening. Yeah, completely. And that, you know what? There's no like grading who's having a worse time well, at Willowbrook. Yeah, yeah. They're all bad. That's all bad. So here's something she's like asked her mother about Willowbrook. She's yeah. like, did you have toothbrushes? No. And her- <laughs> no. I can tell you that. No. <laughs> her mother tells her that basic necessities like toiletries were chronically missing. Yeah. She also notes that her mother had so many cavities from those uh, years and years of no dental work. Residents suffered from skin rashes. So yeah. dirty. So and like dirty. Bed bugs and stuff. Yeah. I'm sure. Lice. Constant poking and prodding with needles and endless series of injections. Wait. What do you. Well, they're doing like studies on them. Does she have hepatitis? I don't know. I didn't ask. Oh my God. Her mother also is like, the smell. Oh no. Let's talk about. It's just the it's hygiene like, of it all. Like I, I can't even think about living in that. Yeah, for years. Your whole like sixteen years. Her whole childhood and, and adolescence. Yeah. Oh my god. She day got in, she got out at like twenty. Day in, day out. Yeah. Okay. God. Yeah, then she remarks like the mentality was to get these children where we just can't see them anymore. Bobby Kennedy. Oh yeah. My- <laughs> <laughs> he comes in to try to help, doesn't he? Yeah, he tours Willow- oh! Willowbrook in 65 and pub- publicly calls it a snake pit. He describes them living in filth and dirt. Their- filth and dirt. <laughs> that was kind of... <laughs> <laughs> Their clothing and rags. Clothing and rags. <laughs> in rooms less comfortable and cheerful than the cages in which we put animals in a zoo. Okay, that's hard. <laughs> <laughs> you got I'm it. not a monkey. <laughs> You got that line. Um, in rooms less comfortable. In rooms less comfortable. And cheerful. And cheerful. I'm going to say it one more time in totality, just in case. He calls it, or he describes them living in filth and dirt, their clothing in rags, in rooms less comfortable and cheerful than the cages in which we put animals in a zoo. And he like kind of demands they, they get a plan together for improvement, like a five-year plan. Right. But it just doesn't take. Yeah, and he, he dies. He, he like can't in fo- that five years yeah can't follow up on it can't follow up your bobby was kind of good <laughs> it was good, better than i thought me too <laughs> okay in 72 so fucking seven years later yeah a reporter called jane Curtin is the only person like really writing about it i mean we had a, a lot going on in the, in the past five seven years or whatever but no excuse right <laughs> so she had been to willowbrook to cover a demonstration that a group of social workers and parents of residents were holding. So people are actively being like this. Like is for years and years, but they can't, they just can't get attention on it. Right. And no one's giving them the money. It's the money. I, I know. Think. And like, there literally aren't legal guidelines in place for right. what these people deserve. Right. And right. like, you know what I mean? Like, like, what are their rights in there? We don't know. Right. When things are not written down, people go loopy. Yeah. So yeah, she went to cover the demonstration, but she wasn't able to generate the kind of attention she wanted for it. She's so then, Bobby Kennedy. Who's uh, listening to her? I'm not Bobby Kennedy. <laughs> I can't do it. I don't have the star power. <laughs> <laughs> so then she and Geraldo Rivera investigate together. What year is this? 72. He's been around fucking Ancient forever. Man. Ancient man. No wiser. Mm-mm, mm-mm. This is the only good thing he ever did. <laughs> so these two are able to sneak inside with a camera crew. Oh, my God. Um, With the help of a disgruntled employee. Yeah, I'd be like, come in here. Think of how disorganized it would be to you. You don't notice a camera crew. Right, right. <laughs> or you're just like, not my circus, not my monkeys. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or like, expose um, them. At this point... 
the population, the facility is 5,400. So no, that's not even the b- highest it's been, right? It's still over capacity, but not the highest it's been. Still, the images they take and the Mm-mm. video is overwhelming. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. <laughs> they film it all. They take photos. I'll show you a few photos. Fuck and- off. I don't want to see. <laughs> you gotta. I gotta. Oh, come on. Look at them. Oh, no. Look how little they are. They're like malnourished. This is like... um american horror story yeah think of the asylum there yeah yeah yeah. like it's based on something oh and these no. are from the actual oh the geraldo rivera nude nude man yeah or woman. okay so like how jarring it is to just see people in a room just sitting in chairs nude yeah with nothing what? just empty rooms nothing no, for them to do you're right empty rooms completely devoid of stimulation uh-huh for years and they're not allowed outside at all there are some exceptions made in the in the summertime but like for the most part they're literally not allowed out they live in here in an empty room empty walls with 50 other naked people oh my god oh no what and they're like they're curled up they're rocking back and forth they're they need they're unwell this is worse than animals is that what bobby said (laughs) bobby was like this is worse than animals (laughs) it is i know oh my god i'm showing her a crib with like 10 little babies in it one two three four there's six seven for what man there's seven in one one fucking crib Mm -hmm. what do you think they do all day see like these people like will grow into adults and will not be able to speak read nothing or anything even if you go in there with you know barely any developmental delay Mm -hmm. a baby can't grow and learn and and become fully functioning staring at a blank wall yeah with like no one talking to it right ever and they're never they're not learning to read they're not learning to talk they're not learning how to be they're not potty trained dude and yeah and she's like were there toothbrushes yeah no bitch (laughs) (laughs) yeah are there toothbrushes in the zoo no Oh my god. No. So that segment airs on ABC News. It's called Willowbrook, The Last Disgrace. They air a warning beforehand. Yeah, they do. Yeah, they do. They say, tonight as a public service, we're going to make you sick. (gasps) Oh, you're doing that to me. (laughs) I know. (laughs) And that's what I warn you. So Geraldo Rivera comes in and he goes, they're showing footage of it, right? He goes, this is what it looked like. This is what it sounded like. But how can I tell you about the smell? Uh, it smelled of filth. It smelled of disease. And it smelled of death. Okay. For the this segment, they're able to interview a high-functioning former resident. His name is Bernard Carabello. He's now 21. He spent 18 years there. Oh. Mm-hmm. So he has cerebral palsy. Uh-huh. He has trouble speaking and moving, but he's intellectually high-functioning. Right. He tells them he got beaten with sticks, belt buckles, got my head kicked in from the staff. Most of the kids sat in the day room naked with no clothes on. There was a lot of sexual abuse going on Mm. from staff. Mm. He calls it a disgrace. Mm. Too true. (laughs) Sorry. No. (laughs) I know. They show footage from inside with mentally disabled patients huddled in anxious aimlessness. Yeah. If you watch the actual footage, they look really like anxious and nervous. Yeah. I can't, I can't, I can't. A year later, after that came out, and there was, like, national outcry when that right. when that aired, okay. right? Okay. And just corroborating it, a year later, a Harvard student wrote about his summer job at Willowbrook. Oh, fuck. Confirming everything. He describes 40 adolescents huddled in a room, given no structure and little companionship. 
moaning and screaming, rocking back and forth, stinking of urine and feces. He calls the job itself symbolic. Mm. He says he was hired along with like 300 other people his age as a recreational aide. But there was no interview, no training, no structure to the job. Oh. Um, so really all that Willowbrook did was they hired a bunch of new people, not to improve treatment of yeah. the people there, but just to get their numbers better. To the improve ratio. the ratio. So, but even now, even as they've done all this new hiring to improve the ratio, they're at patient to staff nine to one. Oh. Which is like a facility today would be like three to one. Right. What the fuck, everyone? Uh, and they aren't trained and they're not so trained they're there but are they useful right they're just like more bodies in a room right to just watch to watch what man uh, and again it's right down to like there's no guideline here so if one staff decides to teach a kid how to read cool right if one staff decides to diddle cool right exactly hello god and so i'm thinking the family saw this special and didn't come and get them we freaked out. Hold on. They did freak out. Okay. Parents who had been unaware of their living conditions file a class action lawsuit in March of 72. Least you can do. Yeah. <laughs> the lawsuit alleges Willowbrook violated the constitutional rights of the residents. Yeah. Violations cited were confining residents for indefinite periods of time, lack of education programs, inadequate quick clothing, meals and facilities, obviously, um, confining residents to beds and chairs, inadequate medical facilities, incompetent staff, and like um, fucking dozens more. The lawsuit asked for immediate improvement of conditions, like medical care, clothes, providing clothing, yeah, hiring additional staff, prohibiting certain treatments like restraints and and seclusion. Uh, like so, you could just like put a kid in a ward and be like, "See you never." Yeah, yeah. If they f- make you mad, like solitary. <laughs> yeah, and then obviously like getting education going, and then their other requests. Oh too. my god. <laughs> Judge Orrin Judd signed the Willowbrook Consent Decree in 75, okay. forcing New York State to improve conditions at the school, lower the overcrowding from 4,000 patients to no more than 250. 250? Yeah, by 1980. Holy shit. <laughs> I know. <laughs> when did the... Was- the, the ADA. Huh? The, Ameri- the Americans with Disabilities Act. A lot of this shit led to that. Um, by 83, New York announced it was planning to close Willowbrook entirely... By 86, only only 250 residents still live there. And 87, the last patients left. Wow. I mean, it is also just like this is a shame on New York State. Mm -hmm. Because they had the power to fund it the whole time. Yeah, they did. They didn't give a shit. That's the whole story, hun. Closed down in 87. Okay. Um, Okay. Feel free to share it. Share all this information. I didn't know it. Feel free to absorb it. Like, take it in, but, you know, don't take it on. But as for where you heard it, tell no one. Bye. Bye.